0: Nothing. welcome to episode five of the bda radio exclusive edition of the wrestling podcast about nothing on bdaradio.com and the podcast radio network i am longtime pro wrestling referee mike crockett and i'm joined as always by independent wrestling veteran the kingpin brian malonis yo hi on? how are you
1: Lovely, Michael. <laughs> you Just are lovely.
0: You look lovely. You're feeling lovely.
1: <laughs> you had some
0: pineapple.
1: I had yes, I had quite a bit of pineapple.
0: It's very rare that we're doing a uh, Thursday episode in person.
1: I know you made me drive all the way down here, upset my kiddo. What's going on with you? Why hopefully, are you being so the, selfish tonight?
0: Hopefully the snow will start and you're stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> Good that thing be it's great? not starting
1: until 5 a.m. We'll but see. Uh, no, that'd be that'd be terrible.
0: Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow uh okay so <laughs> well, what did you feed your cat before i got here because <laughs> <Well>, she's uh, <laughs> she's just jumping like evil Knievel over a uh, large uh area she's up on top of the cabinets right now
1: scared the crap out of me
0: yeah you did the uh, you did sell really big for that one <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah vodka has uh she makes her presence known very often vodka the cat <laughs>
1: well let's hope she digs into your back again
0: no no no! i made a lot let's, of people smile it, it sure did yeah it sure did okay brian our episode on uh nai network this past week you get any good feedback you're
1: a piece of garbage
0: oh, okay let's just Okay, you're on your way to ring of honor this weekend brian <laughs> you're on your way to ring of honor how you feeling about it
1: i'm excited i can't wait just got to get through a couple more days here, and then I'll be on, on the road to lovely scenic Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs>
0: yes. The place to be in the winter.
1: <laughs> yes, it sure is. It's
0: the... Uh, it's the uh,
1: place to be. Yeah, place to be. Place to be. <laughs> <laughs> me and the playboy, just 10 hours in the car together. Wow. He takes up a seat and a half in the front seat. Oh, oh that's Hopefully, nice. he doesn't get mad at me for saying that.
0: That's not nice. That's not nice at all. Uh, and also, Brian... Your episode is dropping today of Booking the Territory.
1: Yes, it certainly is.
0: So you appeared once again with Mike Mills, your arch rival. I don't know why he allows you on there. <laughs> He's probably gonna go on there and bury
1: him, right? Uh, you know, I might have talked about uh, I might have talked a little bit and gave a little preview of uh the Civil War coming up here. What are we calling it? The Uncivil, the un-civil War Uncivil War. There we go.
0: Yes, and we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. But uh yeah, so check out Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast to uh Hear the kingpin on there once again. Yes, a top prospect preview, if you will. Yes, indeed. Okay, if you miss hearing us on Mondays, folks, we are easy to find over on the New Age Insiders Network. Search the NAI Network on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe so you can start your week off with our original WPAN podcast. Visit NewAgeInsiders.com if you need some help getting to us. As for this podcast, well, you know the deal. Coming up, we've got Merv Griffin time. That's the part of the podcast where we get your thoughts and answer your questions, plus One more sinister snicker or snickers will be immortalized in our Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. And I promise not
1: to create any controversy this episode. Thank you very much.
0: But (laughs) first up, we tackle a different topic each week, voted on at the WPAN on Twitter. And here are the results of our weekly BDA bonus episode poll. Uh, Brian, last week we talked about the Kingpin's Weekend plans, or the Kingpin's Weekend review was on the poll last week. <laughs> yes. So you said, if I put Beyond and Limitless on there, it would garner more interest. Well, it didn't garner more interest. It sure, yes, it did. Like, all right, it, it was still like 12, last place. Like 12% more interest. Okay, well, it's... Because it's old news now. Those shows happened two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about Beyond Wrestling or Limitless Wrestling. It's just... uh. No, you're trying to bury me. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that was in last place. It's 17%. 19% was the worst WCW gimmick, which uh, we could probably have a field day on that. Most people probably don't even remember what WCW is at this point. <laughs> That's true. If you were born like the late 90s, who the hell, who the hell knows, right? 27% was the best WrestleMania entrance, which uh, Brian Fury was probably very excited for, but it did not win. The winning topic this week for the BDA bonus podcast is is best WWE vignettes with 37% of the vote. For this, Brian, the best WWE vignettes, I consider that to be, I mean, in my mind, it was the vignettes introducing a new character to WWE. Same with you? Yeah, same here. That's, That's what I thought of. Okay, so what do you think? The best WWE or WWF actually vignettes to introduce a character to the audience. What do I think it is? Oh, well, uh, how m- do you have like a couple that? Yeah, you come to mind? yeah.
1: I mean, immediately the ones that come to mind are obviously uh, the Million Dollar Man. You know, I think we've talked a little bit about those. Maybe even pulled a clip from one of those at some point. Oh, that or was that when he was getting the Million Dollar Belt. That's yeah. where we pulled a clip from. Yes. But uh, uh, I think the Million Dollar Man introduction. Um, he was our initial Heel Aff Hall of Fame inductee. Yes, uh, Mister Perfect. Another one that comes to mind: Razor Ramon your chico <laughs> uh, a friend of ours Kofi Kingston very good vignettes uh, to introduce him
0: uh Vince wasn't a big fan i guess but uh <laughs> i enjoyed them cause, i don't know if it was because well, i am a guy. little
1: biased I mean, <laughs> and then uh another one uh you know J E W F J R E T double j Jeff Jarrett that's another one those are the ones i think just immediately jumped out to me initially when when I saw that with this topic had one.
0: So, what was your number one when it came to the best vignettes introducing a character to the fans of the WWF or WWE? Who stuck out to you? Who was the best?
1: The ones that, that stick out to me the most, and it's probably just because of my age, is the Razor Ramon ones. Um, okay, uh, I mean. It, I was watching when like DiBiasi and Perfect would have been introduced, but I was still a little young. I was probably seven or eight years old, you know, maybe a little younger for the DiBiasi ones. So I don't, I don't have firsthand recollection of those. You know, I've I've since watched them over the years, and kind of my memories stem from that. But the Razor Ramon ones, um, ones that I just remember watching. I mean, you. you the Razor Ramon just gave you a, gave you a clear picture of, of who exactly this guy was. He reminded you of some sort of gangster. I mean, I mean obviously once I got older and realized I was, although I I I knew what Scarface was. I knew who Tony Montana was. Am I saying that right? I think so. <laughs> I knew who he Let's was at that point cuz I was probably, you know, 13, 14 years old uh, when Razor Ramon uh, was introduced. But they were awesome. They were they were great. Uh, yes, was sitting at like a cafe, one of them, right, mm-hmm. giving a waitress the business. Yes, you know, <laughs> I mean, he just you knew exactly what this character was about, who he was. You knew he was a bad guy, and he is the bad guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the toothpick, the hair, the whole the whole nine yards, right from the start. I thought they were great, and I I had no clue who Scott Hall was, really, you know, before before that. The amount of wrestling I watched, I'm sure that I had seen Scott Hall somewhere, uh, you know, along the way. Never whether, saw the Diamond Stud. I'm sure I did. I, I just at the time I didn't put two and two together and and realize who he was. So to me, he was just when the, those those vignettes came on, he was just Razor Ramon.
0: And you completely bought the accent.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did at the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would have bought anything at that age, right? <laughs> yeah, especially because I was just such a big. You know, I was such a big fan at that point. It was probably like, what, 93, 94, That's you know, some, somewhere yeah. in there. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm a teenager. I'm a junior high kid. I'm, you know, absolutely, you know, loving everything at that point. I wasn't thinking about match quality or is this guy a good worker or, you know, uh, the Internet didn't really exist yet, at least not in the form that it currently is. So I couldn't, I couldn't get on there and bitch about how they were misusing Scott Hall or something like that, you know. Um I just loved it. I thought I thought it was I thought it was great, and it made him feel important right from the start.
0: Yeah, I remember um, he debuted in Worcester, and I was at those TV tapings. And I remember me and my friend uh, John Rodeo were going, and we were like, "I really hope Razor Ramon debuts because we'd seen all the vignettes and we loved him, and we knew him from being the Diamond Stud, and we're like, we hope he does the Diamond Death Drop, which is the Razor's Edge. We're like, we really hope he does that. So. I was sitting kind of further back, but John was sitting in the front row. Wait, you guys didn't sit together, you went and you didn't no. sit together. Well he we had another friend and he only got he went he was the one who got the tickets, but he only got two front row seats. <laughs> so he he and he invited John to sit with him. so I was sitting like you know and you, and you didn't take the hint. I I guess I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I still wanted to go see the show. I wanted to see Razor Ramon make his debut. But uh, if you watch, it's on actually the Razor Ramon DVD, his first match. And you see him hit the, I believe it was against Tony Roy. Was it against Tony Roy? No, I think it might have been against Paul Vindale, who's actually the father of Carmella, the current WWE Women's Wrestling. So
1: you were, uh, so you are there for all the big debuts, huh? You were there for Triple H's first match ever. You're there for Razor Ramon's WWE debut. Yeah, you know. Who else you got here, Mike? Who else? Oh you got? my goodness! <laughs> I have to go
0: back and think because you know I, I have the worst memory right now. But you, you, you come up, you come back for all the main events, and you were there for all the big debuts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the point of the story is when, uh, if you watch the DVD as he does the the Razor's Edge, which we were hoping that he did, you see john jumping up and down in the background <laughs> just like right, right off in the distance uh, just beyond you know where they're doing the move because he was sitting in the front row but yeah that was uh razor Ramon. that's a good one that's Maybe a good that one. far off from john Rodale getting into wrestling right I no, mean he's he was probably just starting out at the time yeah okay yeah all right so my favorite wwe vignette i think back i think back on the smoking guns no, it wasn't really good at all. <laughs> it was just <laughs> no, them I on horses. I vaguely remember those, <laughs> <laughs> and um, one that you didn't mention. I don't think you mentioned Dusty Roads. No, I didn't mention the Dusty series Rhodes. of uh, Americana. Pete the Man, yeah. Pete the Man. <laughs> Trust your car to the man with the star. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dusty. Uh, they're funny. I mean, you, you knew seeing that he wasn't going to be brought in as the top guy because it was just. Uh, it was funny that they even felt the need to do vignettes for for Dusty Roads. Well, if if you listen to uh, Bruce Pritchard, you know it wasn't a rib to do those uh, to do those uh, hokey vignettes. It wasn't a rib at all.
1: No, I mean uh, it just makes you wonder what their honest thought was. Of, of maybe they just thought people didn't know up here who who Dusty Rhodes was. I mean, I I knew who Dusty Rhodes was at that point. I knew I knew him to be a top guy.
0: I think. I mean, regardless of what Bruce Pritchard says, I think they were just trying to humble the guy because he was a top star down south and. He kind of had to tuck his tail between his legs to come up north, and they were gonna, you know, give him the business the the entire way. They, they weren't gonna make it easier for him after all the time they were. He was the booker of uh, WCW NWA, and you know, coming right at them the entire time when he had to uh, kind of come hat in hand to uh to make the deal to come to WWF. They were going to let him. They were gonna make him make it a. Uh, They weren't going to make it easy for him.
1: (laughs) It was also the tail end of his career, too, right? I mean, he he didn't do much wrestling for WCW when he went back, if any. Not a lot. When he went back after he left uh, WWF. But, I mean, I don't. I enjoyed the hell out of Dusty Rhodes in in WWF. Um, Again, though, you're talking I was, you know, 9, 10 years old, 11 years old, somewhere in there. So the polka dots didn't make me think twice. I just enjoyed the hell out of him because he was a fantastic performer. Did you wear polka dots? Did not wear polka dots. No?
0: You you weren't as uh, comfortable with yourself as Dusty Rhodes was?
1: I wasn't collecting the paycheck Dusty Rhodes was. All right.
0: right. Well, that wasn't my pick, though, Brian. I just brought up Dusty Rhodes because, I guess, an honorable mention for his vignettes. But my pick was Waylon Mercy. And I think I have brought him up once or twice on the podcast. Kind of a precursor to Bray Wyatt today. And I think Bray Wyatt has borrowed liberally from the wayland mercy character
1: yeah it's amazing how many people actually still remember this character for the brief time that it that it was around and that really not a huge impact yeah i mean
0: but people remember the character yeah dan spivey who played him he's his knees kind of gave out on him before he could really have a good run and he was he was broken down, basically coming into this whole thing. I did
1: know that that, that was Dan Spivey because I Dan Spivey was the guy I always thought was just like a, a fake Hulk Hogan. WCW's fake Hulk Hogan.
0: Oh, really? The <laughs> the skyscrapers. Yeah,
1: I just thought that's what I always he always struck me as when he was in WCW that it was they were trying to uh, have a fake Hulk Hogan.
0: He did always have the eyes, the Hulk Hogan, the the, <laughs> the big eyes. You know, all the greats have the eyes. Remember that from uh, True Life MTV? No. Okay. No, I don't. No, yeah, you're just uh, looking at me uh, <laughs> very uh, quizzically. I was in that. Yeah, I know you were. All I right. know you were. You weren't wrestling, but you know,
1: no, because I was like 15, 14 <laughs> years old. I'm like that.
0: But anyway, Waylon Mercy, the the character was kind of a guy who um, basically he's pretending to be nice, but he's really a maniacal killer. It's like from from Cape Fear, right? Yeah, that's like kind of De De Niro's what it was. character. Right? Yeah, that's kind of what it was based on. But um, I think you have to hear one of these. You can't really just kind of. Uh, talk about it so um let's play one of these right now wait a minute wait
1: a minute hold on hold on what? hold on hold on hold on hold on what's that you, you don't get my favorite ahead of time so we could possibly listen to one of mine i just have to sit here floundering trying to talk about it but you got yours all queued up
0: here actually i don't i was gonna put it in a post you son of a bitch <laughs> but take a listen <laughs> take a listen right now to the tones the melodic tones of one waylon mercy hello people it's a way of mercy again out here enjoying this peaceful surroundings enjoying nature enjoying these insects enjoying this worm but you know something, I enjoy worms but I don't enjoy worms crawling on me just like when I get in that wrestling ring I don't like wrestlers touching me And I definitely don't want them crawling on me. And if they do so, I'll tell you what's going to happen. They're going to get smushed just like this worm. You know what I mean? Okay, so I played it for you. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it was really good. (laughs) Really good, really. Uh, Yeah, I would have been captivated. Well, I'm sure I was at that point captivated by those. A good, a, a former... Friend of mine. I'm not really friends anymore. I don't really speak to him anymore. <laughs> uh, the infamous... Uh, this is a first mention. This is How about Uh-oh. this? This is going to pop a lot of people. Uh-oh. Jeremy. Yes. <laughs> uh, old buddy of mine, Jeremy. Friend of yeah, yes, friend of Faye. Um, was a big fan of of Waylon Mercy uh, when these vignettes were, uh, were going on.
0: I don't know. The MSPCA would probably come after him these days.
1: He for, didn't really slap the worm, though. Like he missed it. He slapped... Er, he slapped... Uh higher up
0: on his arm. Well, sure ruin the like, illusion. Uh, it sure looked but. like something was uh smooshed. <laughs> I don't know. Don't don't ruin the magic for me, Brian. <laughs> it's still real to you, damn it, right? Yes. All right, so those are our picks for the best vignettes for a, a character in WWF or WWE. What do you guys think? Let us know. Twitter, Facebook, Twitter is at the WPAN. Facebook is Facebook.com slash the WPAN. Who are your favorites? Let us know. Share the videos on Facebook. Share the videos on Twitter. Let us know. We'd love to watch them. We'd love to talk about them. Next week on Merv Griffin Time, because it is Merv Griffin Time, folks. It is named for Brian's favorite episode of our favorite show, Seinfeld, our chance to sit down with the listeners and talk. We talk to you, and most importantly, you talk to us. We are doing voicemails over on the NAI Network edition of the podcast. So get yours in. We will play it on the show. Call 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. Or you can make it even easier on yourself. Go to Facebook.com slash the WPAN on your phone. And after you click that like, click the big blue call now button. That takes you right to our voicemails. Leave us a message. We'll play it on the podcast. And, of course, the way to participate here on Merv Griffin Time is using our hashtag on Twitter, hashtag WPAN. All right, first up is at Double J underscore Malonis, Brian. Oh, boy. He says he was listening to the WPAN podcast on 90s gimmicks, and I must say, Crocsocks, I thought we were pals.
1: You hurt the Playboy's feelings.
0: I just, uh, you, said, you brought him up in conjunction with Mark Sherman saying both of them should be on to talk about 90s gimmicks. And I thought that was, that was overload. That was too much.
1: <laughs> Sherman did text me about that, by the way. If we ever want him on, he's more than happy to come on for that.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: Steven. He'd be great to talk about it. You move on, but Sherman would be great to talk about it. It just would be like a three-hour episode because he'd never <laughs> shut up.
0: Sure, sure would. Okay, Steven, <laughs> at guy 2004 he says, I agree with what you said about NXT TakeOver San Antonio. It wasn't as good as the Dallas TakeOver, but in my opinion, I give the match of the night to Ciampa and Gargano versus the Authors of Pain. That's what I said, Brian. So Steven's on my side. What do you right. think about that?
1: All right. Well, he bought a pinhead T-shirt, so he's not buying Mike Crockett T-shirts. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> Coming soon. Coming. Hey, soon. Did, you,
1: did you do anything with those eight by tens I sent you? By the way, I'm calling uh, you right on the podcast.
0: I'm, I'm working on it, brother. <laughs> I'm working on it. All right, Mark Golden at the Mark Golden. Thank you very much for checking in. First time I think hearing from you. Every takeover stands out as different from the rest. Still full of physical wrestling matches. Yeah, we mean we say regardless of the tv week-to-week nxt takeover always seems to deliver right brian
1: yeah absolutely i think they've uh i mean every one of them has been good thus far there are i mean some have been a little better than others but there hasn't been one that i would walk away from disappointed
0: that hasn't happened yet it hasn't happened yet okay mitchell monroe at gift of podcast
1: Monroe's brother
0: <laughs> from Moose Monroe. That's one of a blast in the past. He says at the WPAN is fantastic. Glad I found it. Makes me think I need to go back to doing hashtag new pod Wednesday. Yeah, I think a uh, Gift a podcast, that's a podcast, and uh Mitchell Monroe uh does that and he also uh likes to promote different podcasts uh on Wednesdays. So that would be great if you brought it back and uh featured the Kingpin and myself. Yeah. Thanks, Mitchell. Yeah. Tell your brother Moose I said hey. <laughs> All right. And uh, also TK, he is at T-Hog94. He shared with us a photo of the a replica set. It, 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 was, it was almost like a, a diorama <laughs> yes. of, the, uh, of Jerry's apartment, this, Jerry Seinfeld's apartment on the uh, show Seinfeld. And uh, it was amazing. It was almost like uh, the diorama in that episode. Yeah. Where uh, I, I, I would just take uh, the um, the red M&M and that would be George. Well,
1: <laughs> I was actually going to say, rather than having Jerry's apartment, I'd rather have uh, George's reconstructed uh, boardroom that he did. I'd much rather yes. have that. <laughs> <laughs> he should be the M&M. I'm telling you. Uh,
0: okay. John Morse at J-O-N-S-U-P-R-M-N. He says, get it going at Brian Malonis in Ring of Honor. For hashtag win a date with Todd Sinclair. Now that you're, I don't want to
1: win a date with Todd Sinclair.
0: But you know, you gotta get the word out there this weekend.
1: Uh, do you want me to just grab the mic, cut a promo.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. You know, if you're running twenty fans. Of, uh, Why don't
1: f- you make me some flyers? I'll pass them out. About the
0: female variety. Maybe you could talk to them about it.
1: I'll pass them out when I'm walking around Pittsburgh on Friday night, Mike. Make some for me. All
0: right. I'll do those first, and then maybe if <laughs> there's extra time, I'll get to the 8x10s. <laughs> All right. At Big Bad Vader 56 he is known also as Mookie Mania. He says, my top podcast picks. Uh, number one, Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. Number two, Book of the Territory. Number three, WPAN. Number four, what happened when? That's the new one with Tony Schiavone, and number five, the Six O Five Super Podcast.
1: I I am honored because all of those other ones are distinctly Southern flavored wrestling podcasts. So I am very honored that we that we cracked that list. We're representing the North. Yes.
0: And thank you very much, Multimania. And maybe we'll talk a little bit more about podcasts on Monday, Brian. What do you think? Yeah, it's a good idea. Let's do that. Uh, Also, Malky Mania said uh, it ought to be against the law, the whooping that Mahler Mills is going to put on the Brooklyn Brawler Malone ass.
1: (laughs) Oh, so clever. Hashtag
0: Rasslin rules. (laughs) All right. From Monday's episode, we got some feedback on the NAI network. Steven, he says, Enjoy the thrill ride, but totally understand where Kingpin the Booker was coming from as the Booker of Chaotic. And I hope there's no bad feelings between each other. Thanks for the inside look this week.
1: No, they're they're and I'll address that. There there's absolutely no bad feeling between me and Jimmy Preston. You know, I I wouldn't say we talk regularly or anything, but when we do it's always, you know I I couldn't tell you last time I talked wrestling with Jimmy Preston. It's usually sports of some variety. Uh but as I said, he's doing great. I'm 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 happy. I'm it, it's it's I think he's a guy who was from a standpoint of of somebody in wrestling I'm disappointed that he left what I think is, you know, something on the table when uh, when it comes to wrestling. Mm-hmm. But from a personal standpoint to see that he's moved on from wrestling for the most part and is happy in life, that's awesome. I just mean, just like
0: me. <laughs>
1: yeah, very similar. I I would say actually in that you're both happy in in your life. You both found lovely ladies and and have uh, you know, moved on with your personal lives. And that's uh, that's always a great thing when A little different at this level than when you see guys walk away at the top level and kind of bad things happen. But even at this level, it's tough to walk away from something you probably dreamed about doing your whole life. So to see people just find happiness and success away from it, it always makes me happy.
0: And uh, another way I'm like him, I eat my scrambies in the morning. (laughs) Like an absolute (laughs) savage! No, actually, I don't. I hate eggs. Actually,
1: actually had to actually had to mute Jimmy Preston uh, after the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> throw ride. Uh, uh, I had to mute you on Twitter and all that good stuff. I, I mentally have just not been able to fully process what I watched in the Super Bowl. So,
0: oh boy. Okay, T. K. Again at T Hog 94. He says. What would have, could have, should have happened in Fury versus Preston is a shame, but I'm glad that Donovan Dijak and Chase Del Monte worked out. Yeah, we talked a lot about that this past Monday.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I was extremely proud of, uh, extremely proud of that. Um, you know, I, I was. That was uh, that event in particular, that Cold Fury, uh, my brief time booking. That was that was definitely a source of uh, of a lot of pride because I thought we put together, you know. We put together a hell of a show. I, I really do, you know, and the, the amount of tickets we were able to sell with no names. And, you know, I don't know. You don't see that a lot. Uh, so it's it's pretty damn cool, man. It's pretty damn cool. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I vowed not to talk about certain things <laughs> on this podcast ever again. You're already making me break it.
0: Well, speaking of Cold Fury, Brian, uh, TK <laughs> also said, Do you think that main event Mike at Croc Sox will try to book himself a Cold Fury this year?
1: I, I, in all honesty, I'm trying to get Mike to come back. Uh, you know, uh, uh, to referee my match if I'm on Cold Fury. I, I think it would be a hell of a thing to come on this podcast and talk about. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, he's not certainly not going to ref anywhere else. I, <laughs> I wrestle so, uh, and I seem to be, um, you know. Well, maybe not back in the good graces, but I'm back in chaotic wrestling. Uh-huh. You know, so I I, I will say this. Th- this podcast is not we try not to be the burial podcast of burying people and and that's just not what we're about. Um there were some hard feelings over over Monday's podcast. Um I there was I, I was never intended to to be a burial of, of anyone, you know. So I apologize for that cuz that's not you know, sometimes maybe things that I think are, you know, tongue in cheek maybe don't come across that way. Um, we're not we're not the burial podcast. They're, you got to go someplace else for that. We don't do that here. Uh, I know there's a lot of podcasts out there that that take great pride in just getting a guy on there and they set the world on fire. <laughs> that's that's not that's that's not what we do here we set the world on fire just in yeah we, we don't we don't we're not out here to har, you know um tarnish positivity it. right brian uh, Not positivity because there are some i think some stories that that aren't necessarily positive that are but that are true stories but I, I i think if you're telling the truth you're not necessarily burying anyone i would never tell stories that would just flat out embarrass anyone or or just be malicious in nature That's not who I am. That's not what I'm about. That's not what we're about.
0: Except it's about the Playboy, right?
1: Well, the Playboy is
0: different. That's my (laughs) that's my brother. That's
1: that's 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 the one exception. Uh, Like that's my brother, and I can bury my brother. But you know, so to the individual that 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 you know that was uh, offended, it was not my intent to offend anybody. Again, some things meant to sound tongue in cheek maybe weren't, and you know. Maybe somebody could have edited some shit out over here. <laughs> God, <laughs> putting on me, huh? Yeah, you, know, you got to take right. some of the heat. We're 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 a 50/50 partnership right, here, yeah. but
0: well, uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a weird week all around. It's been a weird week, <laughs> it hasn't
1: been a weird week. It's been a terrible week, buddy. Okay. But we're we're, this is, we're <laughs> turning it around with the W P A N.
0: Yes, uh, all right. So remember, use the hashtag W P A N. Talk to us on Twitter. The show is at the WPAN. I A N. I'm at Crocsocks with S O X. And Brian is at Brian Malonis. Thanks to everyone who is a part of Merv Griffin time this week. And we look forward to talking to you on Twitter and we'll bring you the best of it next week on the wrestling podcast about nothing on BDA radio.com. Want we'll to make sure we get out a plug for Checking the boots with chip and Tony at chip at referee Tony S. They are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play music, all those places. Uh, they come out usually every Sunday. So look out for them. And subscribe to check in the Boots. We've talked about Booking the Territory, of course. Catch Brian on there this week. It drops tonight, Thursday night. So look for the kingpin on Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. And, of course, the Hurricane Rana. They do their Facebook Live every Wednesday night at 59 Media on Facebook. All right, Brian. Since doing this BDA bonus podcast, we have had the opportunity to establish a very unique, very exclusive Hall of Fame. Now, in life, as in wrestling, the best way to tell people that you're up to no good is through laughter. Tarzan Taylor said it best, Brian. All it takes is that one over exaggerated guffaw to let everyone know you're pure evil. So, with that in mind, I am humbly submitting this week's inductee to the wrestling podcast about nothings He'll Laugh hall of fame
1: cry babies cry babies the rockers are cry babies the rockers are
0: the biggest cry babies in the world wrestling federation (laughs) that's right jimmy And i can't believe they got the the well i can't say it to get back in the ring with the fabulous (laughs) bruceau brother i mean what a lesson we touched we told you guys we didn't like imitators we told you guys we didn't like copycats and you know what we found out you couldn't wrestle and you know what else we found out that you can't sing either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and if you don't remember us, a lot of people do remember us because we got an 18-wheeler outside full of fan mail. That's <laughs> right, everybody loves the Fabulous Rougeau Brothers because, after all, guys, who are you? The, the Fabulous Rougeau Brothers! Rougeau! <laughs> well brian you wanted me to go a little more obscure you challenged me <laughs> not to go with the uh, the main event players for the heel hall of fame we did the debiases we did the shane douglases the doinks and this time out i uh took up the challenge how did i do
1: well mike you uh From Montreal to Memphis, (laughs) (laughs) parlez-vous français?
0: Yes, the fabulous Rougeau Brothers with Jimmy Hart. They are your inductees into the Heal Laugh Hall of Fame. And Jimmy Hart's laugh is just, uh, it's uh, legendary. Is, it, is this going to be an
1: opportunity for Jimmy Hart to go into this Hall of Fame more than once? I, I would think so. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, the Rougeau brothers, that that gimmick where they were acting like they were baby faces, but they are complete heels, where they're saying, hey, we're from America now. We're just like you guys. <laughs> they're was, all American boys. What a great gimmick that was. And, I mean, just entertaining, entertaining. A, a different
1: sort of heel laugh this time, too, cause all the ones that we've done have been like of the sinister, I think, right. kind of variety, where this is more like... A little more high-pitched, a little more annoying. like Yes. like So, yeah, good job, Mike. Nice variety here. I like it. I like it. All one right. My, this is one of my favorite inductions so far that you've done.
0: Thank you very much. And congratulations to Jacques and Raymond, or Jacques and Ramon, if you're girl of Monsoon, the fabulous Ruger brothers, and their manager, Jimmy Hart. To check out this Hall of Fame inductee in all their glory, find the link to the video in the description of this episode, or go to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing page, on BDARadio.com. Brian, I guess you're packing your bags. You're about to hit those highways and those byways for a long trip this weekend, doing that pro wrestling fang. Now, one more time, where are you headed? I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't pushed it at all. It hasn't been no. talked about. So in case uh, you've been living under a rock or have no clue who I am until you're listening to this today, I'm heading to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the Steel City, the mm-hmm. City of Champions. Well <laughs> <laughs> Shut up Mike.
0: <laughs>
1: For Ring of Honors top prospect tournament. it's an international TV taping. Um, all the stars from Ring of Honor will be there.
0: Who are you wrestling? Give us a spoiler?
1: I, I have no clue, oh. Mike. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything. and that's not just me giving you a cell job. I legitimately do not know a thing. I'm just excited. I I can't wait. You know, I I was gonna say I'm just happy to be a part of it, but that's not true. Like I'm I'm happy and grateful, um, but I'm not just happy to be there. I want to be there. I want to make an impact. And anything short of you know my long term goal being I want to be a top guy there. You know that's ultimately my long term goal. So hopefully this is you know hopefully I'm gonna be a guy that they look back as, uh, as. So many of their guys have now that have come through at the top of their card. Hopefully you know. Uh, in the near future, I'm a guy they look back on as the top prospect being my jumping-off point for a successful career there. So uh, It all I'll, starts on Saturday. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm just going to make it through this blizzard here that's uh, – bearing down on us. So, hey, if you're snowed in, go back and listen to all our previous episodes, too. <laughs> people have been
0: doing that. We've been getting a lot of uh, downloads, people downloading all the old episodes on BDA Radio. So, uh, thank great. you very much.
1: Yeah, appreciate it. And uh, you're gonna have if you're living up here in the Northeast, you're not going to have anything better to do tomorrow because <laughs> you're going to be snowed in under a foot of snow. You know how I could tell, Mike? I drove by the Market Basket parking lot. Yes. And it was full. And I see people with carriages full of 12 gallons of milk, 17 loaves of bread. You, know? well, you
0: need that stuff. You need well, that stuff.
1: Uh, you're gonna be. You might be snowed in for for a month and a half. So that's
0: true. <laughs> milk and bread. Milk and bread. Are you coming with me, Mike? You gonna hit the roads with me? The highways and byways. Yeah. You gonna come to Pittsburgh? No. I heard you get a full car.
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> what? wow. Wow, that was a cheap shot. What do you mean? You're going to be the one doing the formal apology uh, next week. Good Lord.
0: Okay. All right. To book the kingpin, if you want to get on the kingpin bandwagon, email brymalonis at comcast.net or DM him on Twitter. He is at brymalonis. And for more on the wrestling podcast about nothing, and to check out BDA Radio's MMA podcast, A Man Walks Into an Arm Bar with Chad Alden and Paul St. Ammon Jr., head over to your home for MMA and wrestling talk. That's BDAradio.com we will be back next monday with episode 43 of the wrestling podcast about nothing on the nai network go to newageinsiders.com for more on that that is on monday then catch us back here for the next edition of the WPAN on bdaradio.com and the podcast radio network in one week till then he's the kinkpin brian malonis i'm mike crockett big ups to Mucko, and thanks for nothing